All right, welcome back to the Up and Running Pod. We're joined with Austin for a first, an Up and Running short with just me, Mike. Turkey's got the day off today, so uh, we got the big dog. We got Austin, a fellow uh, Marshall graduate. So Austin, welcome to the show. Man, I'm excited to be here. Appreciate it, Mike. Yeah, really, really glad you came on. We're looking forward to it. This all started because we talked about the Super Bowl, and and no doubt you saw the preview show, you saw the recap with just Turkey and myself, and you had an interesting take. And we texted you're in the group chat with all of us. We talked about it, and you were completely different than myself and Turkey when it came to the OT. So we're gonna dive right into this OT debate. Uh, before we do, let's set the scene. What did you think of the Super Bowl game? Who'd you watch it with? Did you have a good time? Man, it was awesome. So, uh, you know, Mike, you and I watched the Super Bowl again. This was our 10th uh, year of watching the game together. Uh, tradition uh, all the way back to 2014. Um, had a blast. Um, I was on the under with you. Um, so the game played out exactly like I liked. I was, I was rooting for a good game. Um, and we, we, the Super Bowl certainly delivered for that. Um, so it was just an exciting uh, all-around game. Uh, a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, it was. It was. And it's always a, it's always a, uh, an absolute treat to have you over. Um, uh, my wife and I and, and, and Gloria gets a chance to, to host, and she has a ball as well. We always enjoy the halftime show. Great halftime show, I thought, as well. Um, so, uh, but then the game shifted to OT. And I, I made the statement of, I think Shanahan's going to make a blunder. Uh, I, if you've seen the post on X or if you've seen our previous episode, I did make the bold prediction that Kyle Shanahan will never win a Super Bowl as a head coach. Uh, I'm a firm believer in that. But uh, let's get to OT because the Chiefs drive down, they score. Uh, San Fran's defense is gassed. They're on the field to go to the coin toss. San Fran wins the coin toss, and Shanahan takes the rock. What would you have done? I, I, I'm still stunned. I, you know, I listened to the, the recap, and I, the fact that y'all were on the opposite side of this uh, made no sense to me. I am deferring. I want the ball second every single time. And it just, I, to me, there, there's no, I, I can't understand why you would ever take the ball first. Uh, to, to me, it, it, it simple, it's, you know, we, I, I, you guys made the comment that it's simple, similar to the college football over time. And it really is. Um, but on, on a bigger scale, obviously, being in the Super Bowl, I just want the ball second. So, but here's my thing with taking the ball second. So you're saying that you would rather have the Rock second, no matter who you have on the team, no matter what your, your fourth quarter just ended like. Because that was my biggest argument. Because if I'm KC, I want the ball second as well. But if I'm Sam Fran, I definitely want the Rock first. because, And I talked about being under pressure. I don't want Brock Purdy to have the most pressure. I want that pressure to be on my defense because, again, we get a stop, the game wins. Because in all honesty, no matter what you do, if you take the ball first or second, your defense has to get a stop to win this game, no matter what, right? And so I wanted the pressure to be on my defense and not on Purdy because if, if Mahomes goes down and gets seven, and he's not a guarantee that he's going to. Everybody is making this guarantee like he was. They didn't score to the third quarter. I mean, so let's be honest, in a short field touchdown at that. So walk me through your decision. You're saying you're taking the ball second no matter who you have on your team, no matter the situation. Yep, exactly. And it's, it's interesting you say that because you're saying your defense has to make one stop. I want the ball second because my defense does not have to make a stop if I get the ball second. And I think this is going to come into play as we go forward. Even if I give up a touchdown, I'm going for two if I score a touchdown every time. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes both came out and said they were going for two. 
I don't think in this in these kind of games, barring something really weird like two like a mixed mixed extra point turnover something like that, I don't think you're ever going to have a third possession. So I, I think the third possession is is meaningless. And you know if you if you look at the analytics of just going for two in general, we'll take the the situation out of it. You're going to get a two point conversion about fifty five percent of the time. There is no coach that's ever going to go for two on that first drive. So if you're San Francisco, you go down and score a touchdown. You're kicking an extra point. Always. Always. Oh, I, I, if somebody went for two, more, more power to them. I think it might be the right play. I, I don't know what the numbers would back it up, but I think it could be the right play. But you're going to kick that extra point. So regardless of if, if my defense is gassed, okay, they're going to give up a touchdown. I'm getting the ball back. I now know I have four downs for everything. And I think you saw it at the very end of that first drive for San Francisco. If Shanahan had two downs to pick up that third and four from the eleven. I think he picks it up. I think the play call is totally different. On third and four, you can't give the ball to McCaffrey there. If you're down and you know you're going for it on fourth down, Christian McCaffrey's getting the ball at least once there, if not both times, to pick up four yards. So I think you're hamstrung in, in your play calling. And, again, regardless, already, even if Kansas City goes down and scores, I'm getting the ball back. I know, hey, I've got four downs to score every time. I'm going for two. That second possession or that third possession doesn't matter to me at all. So, and listen, I, I – and I can understand it. I understand the third possession not coming into play only comes into play if you're taking two field goals, right? Field goal, field goal. The third possession is a big one there because that realistically, and that's my argument, my counter argument to you is that realistically, they could have traded field goals in overtime and no one would have questioned it because that's what the whole game was. I mean, the whole game was, was basically a defensive battle. If you're in a shootout, I understand taking the ball second because of your exact point. You don't ever want to get into three possessions because they get they get seven, you get seven, they're going to get seven right back, and we lose. I 100% agree. I'm talking about in this situation. We broke it down. I, I am firmly against, and I didn't know this was your stand because, again, so this is an up and running short. Follow us at up and running pod. Austin and I have not debated this yet. We held off in the group chat. We held off the night of the Super Bowl. Saving this for you all. So I'm hearing this for the first time. Austin has the advantage. He's heard my take. He knows where I'm at. He showed up prepared. And now I'm standing against him going, I I can't believe he's taking this approach. But here's my thing. I don't think there's an absolute. I'm firmly against that. There is no absolute decision that if I'm in this situation again, I'm definitely taking the ball second or I'm definitely taking it first. I think it's a case by case because this is in, in... to that point, I hate the college argument. They're like, oh, and college always want to go second. Well, of course, you're on the 25. Of course you want to go second. This is not college. This is the NFL where you got to kick off. You have special teams, which we've seen. We saw special teams muff a bunch, so there was problems there. So my thought was this. I agree in a shootout, take the ball second. But in this defensive struggle, San Fran was a fourth and one stop away from a trophy. Yep. So... My thing was, I, I don't want the pressure. To your point. Okay, so let's say we flip it. My counter argument. Now, it's the third and four, like you talked about, from the 11, and Purdy's got to get there. You're telling me you're okay with Purdy having two shots at that to put the game on his shoulders. The reason he even got down that far, in my opinion, is because he didn't have the pressure on him. Giving people an extra down, I don't think alleviates the pressure. I actually think it adds pressure because you have to execute if you don't there is no more football. Purdy didn't have that. If he screwed up, there was still more football to be played. I, yeah, I understand that. Yes, uh, but you know, per, per, you know, we, we got to take the kid gloves off off, off Brock Purdy. This is his second year in. If if it's you know, 
Joe Flacco, who just came off the bench and was, you know, on his couch two, two weeks ago, he's starting in the Super Bowl? Yeah, maybe. But Brock Purdy is a number one. He was in the MVP discussion for a lot, a lot of period of this season. He wasn't necessarily my MVP, and I think he finished, you know, fifth or sixth in the voting, something like that. So, you know, he, he is San Francisco's guy. And, you know... It's time to get. You got to put the big boy pants on. And if if Brock Purdy is is as good as everybody wants him to believe, and he he played great. He did. He played that Super Bowl a lot better than I thought he was going to. Yeah, he, he played I, better. He played better than I thought. Yeah. If I if I told you one quarterback was going to have two turnovers, it would have been Purdy. It wouldn't have been Mahomes. So right. you know, I, I that's that was obviously surprising. But yeah, I and I, I think that there's there comes a ability. Um, where he knows and ha- having that confidence where, where Shanahan sits him down before that drive and goes, Hey, we're, we got to go for every fourth down. You know, m- maybe he's, m- I think he plays, I think he actually plays a little bit looser knowing he's got a safety net as opposed to, Oh, you know, it's a, it's a third down. Do I throw this ball? It's, it's a tight window. And you know what? We, we got, we got guys behind us. I'm not going to let it go. When you got to let that, you got to sit there and let that throw rip like Patrick Mahomes would. So I, th- I think he actually plays freer knowing he's got four downs to to get there. Yeah, see, I'm the opposite. I, I think he's playing freer knowing that if he screws up, his defense has got his back. Because, in my opinion, now this is why I am for San Fran taking the ball, and the same reason why I'm for KC deferring and getting the ball second. I want my better half on the field with the pressure. KC's better half is their offense. Now, this year statistically the defense was much better than their offense but again you have Mahomes he's been there that offense has been high high powered it's hard for me to fathom you're going to shut them down for for five quarters let's say because OT right it's hard for me to fathom that but again Casey didn't play that well in in the entire playoffs and for lack of a better term limped limped their way to a Super Bowl win but in San Fran's case San Fran's defense is the better side of football in my opinion and so I want my defense to have all the information possible. I want them to be as fresh as possible to go against, you know, arguably, you know, the MVP. He didn't win it this year, but he's been a former MVP. He's a, a quote-unquote creeping on Brady, which we're going to get into here in a little bit as well. But I want my defense to have all the information possible because they know they got to stop four downs. They know they have to. They can't let them get seven or whatever it may be, right? So I wanted that situation, which is why I also take – the ball first. Now, the argument has been made that Shanahan didn't know the playoff rules or whatever. I, I listen. If you if you didn't, shame on you. You're an idiot. And I think that uh, if anybody on San Fran didn't really know the OT, OT rules, shame on that coaching staff. Shame on everyone. You had two weeks to prepare for this game, the biggest game of your life, and you didn't know. Shame on you. You deserve to lose. You deserve to lose, in my opinion. Do better. We talk about a hashtag do better in this. Do better. So I also don't think Shanahan took the ball. To give his defense a rest, look, we're you know they're grown men, they're professional athletes. The rest was plenty of time for the commercial time break, get some water, get back out on the field. I think that's a dumb argument. I think I I don't, and I know I talked about that on the show, but I don't think that's a big part of my decision. A big part of my decision is that I want the pressure on my better half of football, which is my defense. I I, I disagree. I, I think I actually think San Francisco's defense was their second best unit this year. Um, I think San Francisco's offense is better than their defense. I think their defense, based solely on the names, should have been a lot better. Uh, I think this was the best the best game that San Francisco's defense has played since they played Dallas in about week five. Um, so this was the best they looked. I mean, that first half, Nick Bosa was out of control. He was dominant. 
Um, but towards the midway point of the third quarter, Kansas City was never stopped again. It took Mahomes about two and a half, almost three quarters to figure out that defense. And him and Andy Reid got into a groove. And I, I just don't, I don't think you were going to stop them. And it, it showed in overtime. Um, and, you know, it was... It well, was, they almost it, did, though. Oh. You, you got to give them credit. Because it was a short field touchdown they scored. And then and then you talk about San Fran had forced, I think, what? I think I talked about on the show, it was three, three third downs at least. And so you're talking about... Uh, San Fran was a, was uh, on in one fourth down, I believe. I know for a fact. So at that point, you're one fourth down stop. You're one defensive play away from a tie. That's hard. Hard to say that they weren't going to stop them. Correct. But to that same point, Mahomes knew he had four downs to get every play. So they Andy Reid dialed up play. So they got to a you know they had a third and four uh, on that that first third down. They picked up three yards, got it to fourth and one. I don't know that they, they, they probably don't run a run play there, knowing that you know they got to throw it. So now a third down stop, they get, they get the third down stop, they're kicking off that or punting it. This way, Mahomes had two plays, and I'm you know you're just not going to stop him there. And okay. you know, they came out, they said they were going for two. I, I just think at the end of the day, I, I want to have as many plays. Yeah, they were one. Their defense was one play away from going, but you know that. That doesn't really mean anything to me. I mean, they were they were they were one play away from stopping them on first down too if they get an interception. So that that to me is, is a non non argument because you know you get four downs. So they had to they had to step up. And I, I'm with you. I don't think the rest ever played into it. Um, I mean, both both defenses had already been on the field over sixty plays. Um, right. Both of them were tired. Um, I, I just think it came down to one side got to go for it on fourth down twice on the in overtime. And one team didn't, and the team that didn't get the opportunity to go for it on fourth down lost. I, I think, okay. especially, I, you, you may disagree, but I think Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan are the two best play callers in football right now. I, I agree. I, 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 agree. I, I think Sean McVay and probably uh, Sean Payton are, are you know, there, there's arguments that could potentially be made there. But those are the two best play callers in football. I, I want them to have as many options to dial up a play as possible. And Kyle Shanahan put himself in a box where he didn't give himself the option to call as many plays as he needed to. So, I, listen, I, I do agree Kyle Shanahan is one of the best play cars. I did make this statement on on our, our recap show that he can't win clutch moments. He can't win big games. And, he, and, he's been pro- and that's been proven, right? We've seen that. Yeah. Uh, he's lost two Super Bowls, up 10 points. He lost another one as a, as a coordinator uh, to the Brady's famous comeback. So yep. he's blown massive leads. I just think that when the lights get brighter, he buckles. He doesn't. He doesn't step up to the big occasion. But again, that's. It doesn't take away that he's a great play car, and he's he's one of, if not the best, currently in the NFL. And I agree with you there. But I I don't think it would have mattered had he gone first or second. I actually really believe, had they taken the ball second, and Mahomes drives down and gets seven, and Casey forces a pick, a fumble, or Purdy goes fourth down. Uh, no one would even be talking about this because it would have been like, well, yeah, you kind of did what you get. So I love the fact that we have this debate. We have this discussion. I mean, I saw an article today. It's still going on. They're still analyzing and picking this apart. We still are. We've talked about it in the group chat. We've talked about it uh, at different things when we've been together. And so I think it's an incredible opportunity to pick this apart because this is a new rule for the NFL. This is uncharted territory. This is the first time this new overtime rule played, and it played on the biggest stage. Exactly. No, it's it's awesome, uh, and, and you know it, 
that, that's the best thing is we, we don't really there is no data. So these guys are the guinea pigs. I think just going forward, I, I will be stunned if there's if, if there if the second team ever kicks an extra point. I, I just I, I don't think that that you're we're ever going to see a third possession uh, in any of these games. I, I just you know all right let let's say you know you're San Francisco and you got the ball you you took you did take the ball second. There, there's no way he can go for two or go kick an extra point, and now you're going to give the ball back to Patrick Mahomes with it without and hope your defense gets a stop and gives you the ball back. You you'd never give the ball back to Tom Brady. You'd never give the ball to Peyton Manning. You you just went. You know, Mahomes breaks the mold, and you know maybe if it's and I I, I don't even but you know Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, uh, you know young C.J. Stroud, maybe you you know get give him the you you take that chance and you know give him a, a, a third shot. I I just I will be absolutely stunned if a team ever does not go for two to win. And yeah, and and that's a good point. I, I also think, to your point, you, you're never going to give Mahomes the ball twice, which is why I also think, in Shanahan's point, you can't defer. Because, for example, let's say it goes 3-3. You've now given Mahomes the ball twice. You're asking your defense to stop Mahomes twice. It's, that's, that's a ridiculous task, in my opinion. And so that's why I also think, to, your, to the point you made, I think helps my argument that I don't think you can ever give Mahomes the chance of getting the ball uh, a second time. Now, I do agree with you. We both score touchdowns. The team that scores second should always go for two. I do believe that. I think the data model, you talked about 55%. I think that's the high range I saw on a data model. I had, they had it at 48 to 55%. So let's say it's a coin flip, right? Let's just say, or let's even say it's a little 52%. We'll kind of go in the middle there. Let's say it's a little bit, a little bit higher of a coin flip. In my mind, game on the line. If I have Mahomes, I'm going for two. Most, I think every offense that's in the NFL, I'm going for two because I'm going to take my swing. I think I get it there. And if they stop me, they stop me. It is what it is. I, I lost going for two. But I also lost going for the play that I feel most comfortable with because every coach has got a play that gets them three yards the majority of the time. And it doesn't really get stopped. And so, if we, again, I think that that gets you the two-point conversion and you win. So, But there is a wrinkle to this. There is a time, there is a chance, there is an opportunity because this is not college football and you're not starting on the 25, you are kicking it off. There is a chance that it could go field goal, field goal. And so that was my, that's something that's in the back of my mind why I can never, ever give Mahomes the ball first. I, if I'm against him, I have to take the ball first because I never want my defense to look them in the eye and say, hey, look, one of, on pace to be, wherever you're on the argument, one of the greatest of all time, one of the best talented, raw talent quarterbacks, you got to stop twice. Sorry. Go out there and do your best. I can't, t I can't look them in the eye and tell them that. I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of opportunities where it goes field goal, field goal. I, I think the really? only way it okay. ever going to go field goal, field goal is if there's, you know, a bad snap and all of a sudden they lose 10, 12, 15 yards and you've got, you know, fourth and 18 from the, you know the the thirty five or something. Then you then you're gonna have to kick it. If if, if you've got fourth and man under under ten, I, I think you're going for it. Every even time. down even down three, you're going yeah. for it. Yes. Wow, really? I'm yeah. the exact opposite. I'm and, the exact opposite. But that but that goes to that point. I, I and I think it it ties in with what you're saying is you're you don't want Patrick Mahomes to get the ball a third time. 
you want that that game to end on your on your possession, whether okay. That, okay. You know, you not getting a fourth down, and you know if, if you if you got fourth and seven and you're in field goal range, yeah, you're probably going to get crushed for it. But I, the justification, hey, all right, yeah, we kick a field goal, and now I got to give Patrick Mahomes the ball back, and we haven't stopped him ever in the last two quarters. No, uh, I, I I couldn't live with myself as a coach if I'm if I'm giving him the ball back. So I don't think it's I, I just don't I don't see a scenario really where there's two field goals. Okay. Fair enough. I, I think one of the biggest ones is we're inside a dome, and if, if I'm just saying in, in a hypothetical, if we're inside a dome, uh, there's no wind, there's no factor. I think a a fourth and five uh, from the 30, 35, somewhere in between that range. I think people are kicking it. Um, I also think really and truly at the twenty, anything under the twenty, I, I think we're we're going for it. But I think 22, 25 yard lines, fourth and five, fourth and six. I think we're kicking three, especially in a dome. We're outside. The weather is playing a factor. I can understand going for it. Do you want to take it out of your kicker's hands? Because I I personally would. We know how I feel about kickers, but I personally would. But I think there's going to be an interesting scenario coming forward that if it goes three three, what happens? Is there you know what happens on third possession? That's going to be an interesting one for us. But final thoughts. You're in overtime. You're in the Super Bowl. This happens, you know, five, six more times in your career as a head coach. If you are that head coach, are you deferring every single time? Every every single time. I'm never thinking about it. You, you could give me Rex Grossman and that's Chicago Bears of, of 2007, and I'm taking the ball second. It just it it does not matter. I I I want four plays. I, I want I'm I'm going to go down swinging. It's going to be four plays on my offense to pick up a first down. We're going for two if we score a touchdown and go seven seven, and you know, like I said, b- barring a sack and I'm, I'm pushed back to, you know, fourth and twenty five or something, I'm not kicking a field goal. I'm, I'm taking the ball second, and it's going to end on my offense. All right, fair enough. There it is. For me, you guys know where I'm at. I am depending on the situation, depending on what's happening in the game. If if we're on a shootout, I'm taking the ball. I'm taking the ball second. If we're in a defensive dogfight. I am definitely taking the ball first because I want the pressure on my defense. They've stood tall all game. I'm going to ask them. But I also factor in that what side of the ball is my better side because that is where I want the pressure. That's why I want uh, going on the field second. So for me, it's situational dependent. Austin's taking the Austin's deferring every single time. You heard it here first. So Austin, uh, final thoughts. Well, we know you're a Vikings fan. For those that listen, this is Austin's first time being on the show. We're definitely going to have him on the future. So if the Vikings are in the playoffs, the Vikings get to that Super Bowl, uh, Austin screaming from the couch for them to take the rock second. Absolutely. And I, I will be pissed off if he doesn't. <laughs> Understandable. So, uh, again, uh, follow us on, on X at Up and Running Pod. Austin's on X as well. His handle will be posted on the short. Uh, this has been an Up and Running short. We're definitely going to have Austin on again. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. We definitely wanted to get this debate. I think it's been a fantastic argument. I know the listeners are going to enjoy it. We're going to have Austin back. Austin's a big March Madness uh, guy. We're going to have him there. Uh, him and I are going to do a preview show uh, with Turkey when it comes to the Masters at Augusta. Uh, we're also going to talk uh, a little three-year-old horse racing because for those that listen, those that are know in the group chat, uh, Austin is also a horse racing fan like myself. We deep dive in the PPs and we deep dive and in, 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 you know dissect these three-year-olds to make of it when it comes to Derby 150 this year. Excited to watch it with you. Man, I'm, I'm excited for it. We already had some great prep races over the weekend. A lot of separations starting to come in the three-year-old season. Could not be more excited for that. And, I mean, Augusta, I just it's the holy land for, for us golfers. It's just the, the best there is, and I can't wait to dive into it. 
Outstanding. Awesome. Appreciate you coming on the show, man. Thank you for the time. Thanks, Mike. Talk soon.